Welcome to What The Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. I'm your host, Christelle Rubio, and I'm helping to share the stories of cool people doing cool shit, from fitness trainers to wellness coaches, entrepreneurs, and entertainers. We'll hear the behind-the-scenes journey, all the different ways we can take care of ourselves, and of course, we'll answer and explore the big question of, what does being fit mean to you? Welcome to What The Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. I'm your host, Chrissy. I've been saying that line now for five years. This is the fifth anniversary episode. I'm so excited. As tradition demands, I have brought on a past guest and just a past person in my life who has been really instrumental in my healing and my growth um, from all different aspects. You'll hear her coming up. She'll introduce me. Allie Treby. Allie is an acupuncturist. Um, she is a dipping her toe now into Enneagram coaching, which has been incredible for me. She's helped me with that tremendously this year. She's been on like my demonic PMS journey with me and really helping to get that under control. And after all these years, I think she first came on the podcast with me back in like 20... Ooh, 2021, 2020, I think 2021. Um, but ever since we, we've we met, really, she's just been a really special person, a really, really good friend to me, a good coach, a good guide. So I couldn't think of anyone more perfect to celebrate and interview me for the five-year episode. It's a fantastic episode. I feel like since we've recorded, the universe has already heard me speaking and blessed me with some upcoming opportunities that I'm really excited to share. So that's fantastic. I just want to get on here and make sure I give a very clear, audible, felt thank you to everyone who listens, whether you're a new listener, whether you've been here from the beginning. I so, so, so appreciate you. I mean, not for you. I'm literally just talking into a void, which I would probably do anyway, but the listeners, you all make it so much more enjoyable for me and so much like this community that is the whole point and purpose of the podcast is to build this community for all of us to feel a little less alone and to have some fucking fun. Such a core value of mine. So thank you so much to the listeners. Thank you to every guest has, who has come on. Literally couldn't do it without you. I'm so appreciative for your vulnerability and your storytelling and your willingness to come into my home and, and really just open yourselves up. So I applaud you. And I think you're amazing. I think you're all so amazing. This is so much fun. This is like just an incredible milestone for me. Um, you'll get to hear all about reflections on the past five years, thoughts for the next five years. So I hope you'll stick around with me. And thanks so much for listening, participating. And here we go. You're five. Let's do it. My guest tonight is the host of the, quote, best fitness podcast that's not really about fitness and has curated some of the finest guests from the Cincinnati area and beyond in the world of fitness, health, and entrepreneurship. 
She uses fitness as a metaphor for life to dive into how we show up for our own lives. She's a woman operating at what seems like superhuman energy and discipline. Give this girl a task and she will get it done faster than you can turn around. She's one of the most engaged in life people I've ever met. Running on equal parts curiosity, creativity, and passion, she has crafted a vibrant life full of experiences, people, and self-development. I couldn't be more proud and honored to sit with her tonight to commemorate her fifth anniversary of exploring the big question, what does being fit mean to you? Please welcome the host of What the Fit, my guest, the beloved and always gorgeous, Christelle <laughs> Rubio. Allie, that was so good. Everyone, this is Allie Trevi. Hello. World-renowned acupuncturist, Enneagram coach, booty yoga instructor. What else do you do? Oh, I'm a mom. A mom. Yeah. Cannot forget that yeah. one. That's She's, about it. You're, you're just like healing. You dabble all, in the other things. You're healing here all the girlies <laughs> with acupuncture and, and just your sage wisdom. Like I really look to you as such a, a, a coach, a guide, a friend. And so when we decided that it had to be you, like when you messaged me, I was like, I was seriously pissed off, Allie. You kept being like, I mean, it doesn't have to be, but like if you're interested, I'm like, I'm mad I didn't think of it Aww. myself because as soon as I saw the message, I was like, yes, you are the perfect person. Well, thank you. I, for I, year five. I thought it would be fun to do. Oh, yeah. yes. I mean, I just. But I feel there's like, a lot of pressure. It's the five year and I want this to be like, yes, that was, we covered what you want to cover today. Yeah. So I'm hoping yeah. that we can get there and. No, we're, we will absolutely get there. It's like already done. The universe has written it. Um, but yeah, I just feel like we got, to, we got so close this past year. You've helped me so much, not only with acupuncture, but like Enneagram stuff. That has been hugely eye-opening for me this year. Yeah. So it's like what better person to like usher us in than someone that's like helped me. Cool. Well, thank Keep you. Keep going this year. I, I really am honored. <laughs> it, and I didn't take it lightly. I tried to do some research. So... Okay, um, wow. We'll start with kind of like going going back okay. into the past over the last few anniversary episodes. Yep. Um, it just, I, I'll ask you some questions. Do, okay. you, do you remember what year did you first run the Nippert Steps? Oh, great question. I, and you talked about it in the, in the anniversary issue. I first ran the Nippert Steps in 2020. And who did you go with? The very first time I did it, I went with Ben from Cincinnati Fitness Boxing. Mm -hmm. And uh, Brad, the sheriff of South And that was the time you almost died, right? The yeah. first yeah. time I did it was the time I almost died. I remember, do, I remember running like up one, down one, up one, down, like three flights up. And I looked out across the rest of the stadium and I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. I have to do this whole thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Are you still doing them? Um, I'm now in a modified version. Okay. If, if I could, I would be out there every Sunday, like fucking torturing myself. It's like, you know how people are like obsessed with the cold plunge right now? Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. one of those people, No, I you? just did it once and I was like, I'm, check that box, yeah. I, which I would love to talk to you about this. Maybe this is not the forum for it, but I am like not into a cold plunge. And there's something inside me that like is like deeply feels like this is just not for me. I understand yeah. it is for other people. Yeah. I truly do. And I know the benefit. I've done like a cold plunge in the Baltic Sea in Copenhagen and like went back and forth with the sauna. So like, yeah, I, I, I can understand it. 
but I don't think it's for me. And then I heard recently someone that a Chinese medicine mm-hmm. person just gonna say. was saying people that are like trying to get pregnant or looking to get pregnant and the, you yeah. know, that's on their mind. It's probably not good to be that cold. Right. It's so we have that, that yang energy, which yeah. is like the root of all of our reproductive chi energy is um, warm in nature. And yep. so the cold plunging, you're, it's kind of equating it to your adrenals. You're really taxing your adrenals by yes. doing it all the time. So yeah. I don't know. I think for like the professional athlete that is, is like Has so strain, much inflammation. Yes, they yeah. are constantly straining their body that much. It makes sense to have it part of a regimen, but yeah. like the daily. the da- But also, yeah. I mean, like if people love it and they're yeah. getting so much benefit yeah. of it, amazing. I just didn't like how it was becoming the new like trophy that you could win in wellness. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> you if, didn't? No, because I don't like it. <laughs> you didn't want to do it. Because like, I didn't want to do it. So like, this is stupid. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's one trophy I'm I like, don't need. I'm yeah. like looking out for the like potential <laughs> negatives of it so I can just like be contrarian and tout about it because I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I, I felt the same. I feel the same way about it. It's sort of that the, it is taxing on the body. Yeah. Just yeah. for this, this season of my life, yeah. I just feel like that's not maybe yeah. where I need to put my energy. When you're trying to balance your hormones and get into sort of the next phase of things for you, I, I agree. Yeah. We yeah. can save that for later. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But anyways, did I get those right? Yes, that yeah. was right. What year were you doing your jump rope challenge? So I did it the first year in 2018, and I did it one more year in 2019. And then after 2019, I said I was going to, I didn't do it again. Where there's just month long? The June jump rope challenge. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. the month of June, I jump roped for 10 minutes every day straight, 10 minutes. Through. And you're still jump roping when your workouts? I will jump rope sometimes with Johnny. Yeah. I mean, it is still by far my favorite, like, form of, like, like an exercise to do. Yeah. Yeah, I love jumping rope. Hmm. Um, but Do you do I, fancy footwork with it? No, I don't. Hmm. I'm very just standard, focused, laser hmm. vision on one spot on the wall, and, like, I just go. Yeah. But, yeah, I, the first year I did it in 2018, it was tough. It was hard. I, I didn't get like a no mess up day where I'm jumped rope for 10 minutes straight until day like I want to say like 13 or maybe it was even 23 it was maybe you know a couple weeks into the challenge and even then when I got the first no mess up day I remember I had then almost every day after I would get at least one mess up it was Mm. very I only had a couple no mess up days it's hard for you and then (laughs) (laughs) but it was like it was just fun at that point. Like, it was like, okay, I'm trying for it. Yeah. You know, yeah. if I got it, I got it. It was like, so I, re- I remember specifically, there was this one day where I thought I was jumping, right? And I hadn't, didn't, I'm on minute like eight, oh, 845. I'm like, you overthought or like, I'm like, this is going to be, the, this is going to be the day. This is it. I can't wait after I'm going to post about it. <laughs> I'm crafting the message in my mind. What am I going to say? My no mess up day post. Obviously I fucking messed right, up. Right. <laughs> And that was that. But so then the second year when I did it in 2019, the very first day I went out, day one, no mess ups. I didn't have any mess ups the entire month. I had like three mess ups oh my the God. whole month. That's crazy. So I was like, this isn't, this isn't a challenge anymore. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't do it again. And it really fucked my hips up. It, it's, one, it's hard to, I've tried to like re-go back to it. And the getting back to it is so hard that I'm like, yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't know. For whatever. Maybe it was because I did it. But it's been years. Like years and I did it in San Diego when I did Muay Thai kickboxing oh, and yeah. the first day there and they handed me the jump rope I was like oh fuck 
I haven't jumped rope since I was like 10. I jumped rope a lot when I boxed. Yeah. And so that's where when I heard of someone else doing this June jump rope challenge, I was like, oh, yeah, I've got, I like yeah. jumping rope. I meant I loved it <laughs> when I, it was like a year of doing that. And I loved it. But I tried to go back to it. And I don't know. It's a lot of jump. The jumping and yeah. my age and kids yeah. is like not a great. Yeah. Yeah, it really, it locks up my hips and my ankles yeah. so much. Well, it's like, maybe you don't need to do 10 minutes a day, right. you know? Maybe there's, <laughs> there's a middle ground there, so you can still enjoy Three minutes, maybe. Without overdoing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, what year was the answer to your question of what does being fit mean to you? Uh, what, what year was the answer being exceedingly kind to myself? 2020. So that would be... 1893. Yeah. You said it in two and three. Okay. You used it. Wow. And you're like, I'm going to use it again because it's so good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And who, I remember, do you remember who? Yes, Brad Wise. Yeah. And so I interviewed him in 2020. So, yeah. It wasn't year three and four? Well, whatever. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. I, thought, I think it was two and three. Yeah, I love that answer. And I still, honestly, like at like the root core of what I think about that question, when I think about that for myself, it, it still is that, that, that is kind of like the root in the core. Yeah. It might, you know, mean different things depending on the different season of life I'm in or like the focus where it is, but it's always like coming back to that. Yeah. Thought. It's a really great yeah. response. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, in the first anniversary, you talked about your brother, Joe, having passed away the year before. Uh -huh. Do you remember what you said? The gift you felt he gave you was? No, I can't even believe I had any insight at year blur. one. Yeah. To well, it had it had been at like it had a been full a year. year, right? Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I released the podcast right around the time he died. Um, no, I don't remember. I mean, if I had to guess, the gift he gave me, oh, I don't know. The ability to connect with people. Oh yeah, I thought that was so wonderful because this is yeah. that is like the core to me of what this show is is yeah. how much you connect people and that's yeah like I, looking back on that time now that is overwhelmingly how I felt or what I was craving the first year he died I wanted just to connect with people and I attributed that he was so good at connecting with people and everyone loved him and he was the life of the party and I was very much in this, like, looking in forms of connection of, like, fun mm -hmm. connection. Like, a party, like, truly taking on his spirit for sure. And that was such a gift because it allowed me to feel close to him. Mm -hmm. but, I, but I really think now, looking back, I was, I was just, like, really looking for comfort. You know, I was just, like, really trying to get away from that pain yeah and for me that the best form of comfort is connection yeah yeah, yeah. it's really sort of serendipitous timing of it all too I know I've been able to thread through the last five years for you and your own process and dealing yeah. with his loss of and your development and everything it's yeah yeah it's it's it is crazy with timing I was really grateful for it yeah. for sure the yeah. podcast to like be able to kind of pour into that yep, yeah exactly yeah. yeah all right um i asked some of your friends a little oh bit my of, god 
Just a couple of little things. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. Um, favorite memory from a friend of yours was revolved around getting out of the woods in Asheville. Oh, Kayla. Yeah. <laughs> we got lost on our hike, uh-huh. but I had my new hiking boots on. So who, who is in charge of the trip of this hike? You I or her? I. If I had to guess, <laughs> probably me. Uh-huh. But. You know, Kayla's not one to like totally take the back seat either. She's gonna, she'll have her opinion. About so, was something. there like we're never getting out of here, really, fear, or was it like you were always like we we got this? I I for sure thought we were gonna get out. <laughs> so what happened? I don't know. We just got off trail. I truly mm-hmm. don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I probably was appearing very confident about navigating a hiking trail because that was in, oh no, that was like the start of my hiking girl era when I would go to the gorge every single weekend. Oh yeah. It started because in Asheville, I bought the hiking boots and I was like, well, I have these fucking (laughs) hiking boots. So now they're going to be used. I want to put them to use. So, so I hadn't really totally started hiking before then. We might've gone to a couple, done a couple gorge trips, but I was probably acting pretty confident, like, oh, yeah, I've been hiking. Like, um, I'm a hiker. Just follow me, okay? Yeah. We'll be fine. I can look at all trails and figure it out. But in reality, like, whenever we were going hiking, I was not the one navigating. Yeah. I was totally a passenger princess. I was like, take me to the trailhead. Let's go. I'll walk. I you will tell follow. me where to turn. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're like, I've got this. We're- <laughs> yeah, no, we got lost. We went off trail. I have no idea how it happened. We got back, though. You were going through a lot of brush. <laughs> And swampy water, I think. probably. But yeah, I had, but the, the, you had your boots on. I so. had boots on, and Kayla did not. And so I was like, "I'm golden. Yeah, I'm good. Like, sorry, I'll be over here. Yeah, yeah. I was like, we got to keep going, yeah. foraging, oh my God. plowing ahead. Um, and then a, another little quick story was from Natalie about the first time you guys met in Washington Park. I don't know if I remember this. The first time Natalie and I she met. She said she had a megaphone. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She had a megaphone. Oh, my God. Okay. So I knew who she was. I think we must have had some, like, peripheral idea of each other. And I was walking in Washington Park, and she was there with, like, a group of people, and she had a fucking megaphone. Yeah. I, what I was she doing? Just- she was in the middle of the green, just, like... Saying it was weird during quarantine, stuff. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Just like saying stuff, like being Natalie, just yeah. like yelling random things. And I think I like made some like funny joke comment to her about the megaphone, and then we like kind of she like responded to me in the fucking megaphone, like across the <laughs> park. Like it was just like a funny little back and forth. Yeah, I think then we that was our first like inner like our first official interaction mm-hmm. i don't even know if we like set like met each other though it was like that i think she assumption. she said you just were like have me on your show yeah and oh i said that to her uh-huh wow good job yeah, crystal yeah, good job. she did have me on her show yeah, she had me on go. her podcast yeah 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 that, there that's you go. funny so basically the summary of your friends was just how much they appreciate your wit and the fact that literally anything can come out of your mouth, that it does not surprise them because you're known for your unexpectedness, your adventure, and your style. They love you to death and are supporters to you when you need to vent, walk, or do whatever it is you need to they get are. through your moments of overwhelm. They so, are. Yeah. The girlies cool. are the best. Yeah. And oh, so many of my really good friends today I've met through the podcast. 
oh, which is like interesting. Yeah, talk about blessings upon yeah. blessings from guests having them on as guests, and then mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Meet yeah, meeting them through you know various events, then having them as guests, and that relationship just developing yeah. from there. That's so cool. Yeah, it's like, it's like you've cast a very wide net. Yeah, and then keep some that are close. Yeah. All right. Let's go into some more questions about the show okay. for you. Um, so through the course of the years, I'm sure you've encountered some awkward moments on the air. And how do you navigate those? So I think probably one of the m- most awkward ones was. Yeah, and I didn't want to put like someone on the spot. Yeah, I won't, I, won't say, <laughs> I won't say who it was, but basically a past guest and listener recommended this person to be a guest. And they were like, they'll be great, they'll be great, they'll be great. And my gut was like, I, they might be like a fantastic person and doing amazing work. That doesn't necessarily mean they'll be a good podcast guest. Mm-hmm. Like people have to, you know, uh, uh, want to share in some <laughs> aspect <laughs> and, and have, you know, just the... Storytelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the willingness to to want to share, and I not only like got her like title and like job wrong somehow. I don't know. It's never. Ha- I was. Oh my god. I don't know if I misread somewhere along the way, but I just got. We'll just say a key piece of information <laughs> wrong. That was kind of critical to the story. Yeah, and why I would have her on. Right. Oh no. And. So when you said it to her, was she like that? Yes, she was like, offended. no, actually, not no, not offended, okay, but okay. just like, no, this isn't true. Oh, and I was like, okay, sorry about that. Got my wires crossed. So tell us about yourself. <laughs> so, <laughs> what do you do? So how I handled it, I don't know. I mean, I just like tried to just make every make her feel comfortable and mm-hmm. remain calm and just kind of plow on, just keep mm-hmm. going on. I I don't I it, I think it ended up being a a good interview and it aired and everything. Oh yeah. 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 I've, I've never recorded one and and, and didn't air it. it. Yeah. But honestly, when you say that, like there are not, there have not been that many awkward or weird moments. And, and that awkward, weird moment was because of something I did. Yeah. Not, not because of guests. You're just like, Oh God, I'm getting nothing from this person. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm sure it's happened. I can think of, like a couple that stand out in my memory as like I was really pulling and really like looking at the clock, but like not maybe two out of the 263 episodes wow. I've done, you know, yeah. like it, it doesn't happen often. And I think that's kind of because I, I am pretty like intentional with the guests or mm-hmm. I will do a, and a lot of research. I was going to say, what's your like prep work like for your guests? Mm, I will do like a full internet search on them, like mm-hmm. scour the social media, a- anything that they have available to uh, as public knowledge. Like I will consume, yeah, and I'll get at, and I'll look at it, and I'll just try to find, just like pick out things that, um, that I think people will find interesting, mm-hmm. right, about them yeah. or their t- or their topic or their area of expertise or whatever it is, or if it's things that I'm interested in, I'll just pick out topics or I'll look and see 
like people's social media, like what they're posting about, what they're talking about, mm-hmm. wh- what's important to them. You can tell a lot, obviously, yeah. by someone's social media. Yeah. And so then I'll just kind of like craft the conversation, the questions around what's interesting and like what's going to light them up. Yeah. Yeah. To keep it moving. Do you yeah. usually do you usually have like a whole um, set of like 10, 20 questions written out beforehand? No, not anymore. I have I'll, I'll write the intro. Mm-hmm. I write their intro and then I'll usually I, I know so well now, like how the flow is going to go mm-hmm. and the flow that I take almost every guest through. There's kind of like if you pay attention, listen enough, there's kind of like an overarching theme and just like journey. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the journey we're going to take to get to the end destination, which is the question of what is being right. fitting to you. Right. And so, and by now too, I know pretty well, like how long that's going to take. And so I'll usually have like maybe, I'll maybe find three to five topics or kind of questions from them. Cause I know that those topics like, okay, we're going to spend 20 minutes talking about this or we can, if it's something, certainly if it's something I'm interested in, then like I'll allot even more time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, it's just opening the conversation. Is yeah, what doing. yeah. Yeah. I had a really good compliment from a guest recently who was really nervous coming on. And um, she said this was like totally out of her comfort zone and, you know, not something that she's used to doing. And I was like just literally laughing because I worked with her for something prior and I knew how incredible she was one-on-one and, like, how instructive she is and how smart she is and how great of a communicator she was. And I was like, this is an – I can't say this to her. I mean, like, this is seriously a non-issue. Like, yeah. just don't even worry about yeah. it at all. You're going to be talking for five minutes and forget the entire world exists and it's just me and you. I know because that's how everyone – Everybody feels. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. how everyone feels. But, but I, like, am, you know – gracious and like kind about it and, and, and empathetic and understanding. I, I know that you're definitely not alone. You're everyone. Yeah, feels ever, that as way. soon as you put the headphones on, you're like, uh, yeah, oh. exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I know that though that goes away and then they yeah. end up at the end being like, Oh my God, that was amazing. I'm starting my own podcast. I'm like, <laughs> yes, I, I, go for it. But she gave me the compliment to say that, um, she never had to think about what to say next. She's like, it flowed so easily. Like, like I wasn't thinking at all about, like, what was coming up next. And I really think that's my job as the host is that I'm driving us, right? Like, I know where we're going. You just sit back and, like, let whatever is in you, like, the reason why you're here, like, the light that you want to shine out, you just let that come out and, like, I've got this. Yeah, yeah. And that comes through so, so clearly in the podcast that you're – you ask the question and you know how to do that. And then yeah. the, the story unfolds and yeah. it's, it f- always feels very comfortable. It has a really good flow to it. I've never heard a guest sound like. No. Uncomfortable. No. Or, yeah. No. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah they, you do a, a very good job at that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, is there a guest that you've had on that has had the most impact or the longest affecting, longest lasting effect <sighs> on you? One standout. Wow. Um, I think that the ones that stand out to me, and this was also some of the, your, your listeners also had this yeah. question. Yeah. Yeah. I recognize that one. Um, the ones that stand out to me are, 
the people that share like really personal journeys or mm. triumphs or are very vulnerable. So like I think of like any like the podcasts with grief, like the one I just did with Carrie Croft. Um, mm. She has the Carrie Croft show and she's the co-founder of System of Strength. Mm-hmm. And she's gone through like serious fertility loss. Mm. And um, she started a podcast and, you know, one of her guests recently was this woman whose husband of six months died by suicide. And like she was just talking about that experience and that grief experience. And so automatically I feel like when I know that other people have experienced like death and grief and trauma Mm -hmm. similar to what I have. Right there's just like this like bigger well of space to occupy. And like our grief has so much room to come out, which is so nice and needed. Yes. Cause you don't have the opportunity for that. And your it, it, grief is such a behind closed doors thing. Unless you've gone through it, you don't know how to help somebody through it. So for you to have those guests that can open that space for you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think, you know, that recent episode really stands out and, Mm -hmm. and those conversations really stick with me. Um, conversation, the, the one I had with Patrick, Patrick Herringer, the co-founder of Finley movement, Mm -hmm. he's married to Sarah. Um, he talked about his divorce and like went through that story. And so that, you know, really stands out. And that was at the time when you were going through yours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, anyone that comes on and talks about like disordered eating mm-hmm. and like their path towards recovery mm-hmm. is super impactful to yeah. me. Yeah. So really it's like it's those the mirror, the people who are mirroring things that you've gone through. Yeah. Well, it yeah. Provides a little healing nugget each time. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And it just give it feels like with those people, then I'm able to open up even more mm-hmm. too, which I think is just really helpful for people. I've gotten so many DMs, so many messages from people that, you know, who have lost a sibling or mm-hmm. gone through a divorce and they're like, oh, it's just so nice to hear yeah. someone talk about it. Yeah. And that's, so those episodes I feel like are the ones that stick with me that the most. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And I think too, like so when I've had a couple comedians on, I had like Andy Ruther of the Dirty Sports podcast come on. And then, like, when Natalie Jones comes on, Mm -hmm. I, like, get to just be, like, a different kind of part of myself that's really fun and silly. Yeah, like, the hanging out with your friend just being silly. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. just, like, joke. But, like, I... Still driving the ship, but... Yeah, but I just feel like with certain people, like, they, like, make me funnier. Yeah. (laughs) And I like that. (laughs) That's always good to have those people around. Yeah. Kind of uh, tell it, like ties into that last question, but is there something you consider to be your greatest success of the podcast or something you're most proud of? Uh, The city, the best of Mm -hmm. Cincinnati, best fitness podcast that's not really about fitness from City (laughs) Beat. When I started this podcast, I dreamed of being in City, City Beat's Beat. Best of Cincinnati. that's amazing. And then it happened for your fifth year, basically. Yes, I... Was ju- it was just like this funny thought that I would hold on to, of like yeah. this dream thought of like, okay, this podcast will like be in City Beat because City Beat to me is such a Cincinnati staple. Yeah, you see it every you know the nail salons you go to, the bars you go to, yeah. whatever the best of Cincinnati. It just feels like an anchor in our community, 
And then also to like be in the arts and culture section and not like necessarily wellness or fitness. Yeah. That was really important to me too, yeah. because I think of this as like my art medium and like how I get to express your creativity. And yeah. 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 And so for it to be like in that section, yeah. I was so happy. That's and really so cool. I, I was literally so like cool. when that came out and that feature came out, I was just like, I'm, I can be done now. Did you know that you were being, no, Oh. No, it was like an editor's pick oh, situation. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, yeah. that's so cool. Because I don't think they have actually like a, a podcast section. Yeah. I don't know if that is true or not, but um, yeah. Well, very so, well earned. That's yeah, amazing. That was great. That was like a very proud moment. Um, selling out my first live show. Yeah. That was really, really, really cool. When I did my last live show at Queen City Radio. And I ha they had, like, my name on yes, the sign. Yeah, I came down to for that one. Yeah, that, that was really cool. was a cool, proud moment for me. Yeah, and then it was, like, 350 degrees inside. It was a <laughs> sauna inside. I have How not, is she doing this? I have not done a live yeah. show since <laughs> last summer. Almost a year ago. It was, like, June 16th or something. Because it was so hot. That was so hot. <laughs> I felt bad for you. You did great. No, yeah, it you was so much fun. You didn't even sweat at all. It was amazing. Uh, I was, it like, was good. dripping wet, but... All right. Well, on the flip side of that, what would you consider to be a failure, which I know is a hot button word for you? Yes. Um, my my th type three does yeah. not like failure. So yeah. What does that word mean to you? Is there such a thing as failure? Is there such a oh. thing as a successful failure? Like, let's talk about I that. I think that there is definitely a, a failure, I, but I'm, but I'm really trying to reframe it. Mm -hmm. I really am trying to reframe it so as a successful failure where you there's it had to happen for whatever reason, maybe. Yes. Yes. But it is really difficult for me. Like this comes up a lot for me with body image. Mm -hmm. And one of the big struggles that I've been working through this year, big struggles, I think it's just because of like the overall struggle. And that's how my brain likes to make sense of things it's like let's hate your body mm. there's a yeah. stressful situation going yeah. on let's make it about your body yeah so I will, the thoughts that I'm having the thought pattern that I have is like well if I was a different size then I wouldn't feel this way yeah the, everything that's going on the bad it's feeling it's because, because of how my body looks yeah so if I can change my body <sighs> then everything will then be everything fine. will be fine yeah but this time that that happened it was like I already knew my own bullshit. Oh. I was like, no, you did this before. You've done, you've done this many times. Because it'll, it'll be like periods, mm -hmm. right? Of like, it like rears its head. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I will just like get really restrictive. I'll get really strict. I'll start tracking. I'll, like, it's just like I go to that place. Mm -hmm. And so the last time I was in that place was like 2021, coming like out of the pandemic and I was just like going through a lot of shit and um that was also the year I got divorced oh yeah 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 so this started before that though. okay um and I so it wasn't that long ago right it was maybe like a year a year and a half ago to when I like got back to that feeling of like okay I need to change my body mm -hmm. something something went off something got wrong somehow like I look different than I did six months ago. My clothes aren't fitting the same mm -hmm. way. I better like get okay. to work. Yeah. And I was able to, to stop myself 
and and this is when was this last episode mm, like rearing? fall of 2022 okay yeah okay yeah no i would say i would say maybe er- earlier than that like maybe august okay. maybe like mid 2022 okay and um i just like had this this and and the thought was i failed right like i i was this size that I was in 2021 mm-hmm. and now I'm not that size anymore. Mm-hmm. I failed. I am not like good. I'm bad. This is why no one's going to like me anymore. No one's going to like me anymore. Um, I, my identity is wrapped up in, yeah. in this Just body fitness. size. Yeah. Yes. Like that, all, all those conversations and mind you, like this is happening and we're, we're talking about probably like, a non-noticeable difference to, like, right. people to, most, from, yeah. to people from the outside. Yeah. Um, because again, what I, it's not, it wasn't actually about my body. Yeah. It's just where uh, that was, I was going through a really stressful time in my life mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. And that's where my mind wanted to go. Right. And so I, cause that's like, you can encapsulate it in that versus like really yeah. dealing with the right. layers underneath it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This is, yeah, that, this is, this is my I know this. favorite, yeah. Yeah. my favorite thought pattern. Yeah. My favorite way to do that. Yeah. And I've created so many stories like a, a, around it mm-hmm. that aren't true. And I was able to kind of see the lie in it this time because I was like, I remember what it, and I would like look at old pictures, mm-hmm. right? And I would and I would remember taking take this taking this photo and not being happy and not feeling like it was enough. Mm-hmm. And I I just like something this time around was just like you can't do this again. Yeah. It's not gonna give it to you. Like this this whole year for me has just been this realization of like the shit that used to like salve your wounds like does not work anymore. Mm-hmm. Like drinking just it just doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like this thought pattern of controlling my body, controlling it's, your food intake and it's contr- not, the control. Yeah. yeah, it's just not going to give me the outcome that I want. Like yeah. I really I don't know what it was, but something like maybe just like how low I was feeling at the time was just mm-hmm. like you have to do something different. Mm-hmm. You cannot do the thing that you've always done. Yeah. And so with the reframing of the failure coming, because it would like, yes, okay, I say that, right? Okay, great. I made that statement. Those thought patterns are still there mm-hmm. all the time. So mm-hmm. even though I'm not engaging mm-hmm. in the behavior that I want to engage in, I'm still I'm thinking all the time, like, oh, like you just do it. It would be so much better. Mm-hmm. You failed. You didn't keep that body. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, oh, so, so hard. It's so hard. Yeah. And so I, to, so to kind of like help with that, I just really talked it through of like, okay, what do you want? What do I want? I want to like fuel my body. I want to be really physically healthy, mentally healthy, not coming from this restrictive place. Mm-hmm. I want to feed my body. Nourish, I, I, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, that, that's the feeling. Yeah. I want to be strong. I want to be capable. I want to have high energy. Um, I want to, you, you know, be more relaxed. Like all these things, like what, what yeah. do I want, okay? And how I'm going to get that 
is like not acting the way that I was before. Mm -hmm. So really, like that's not if I'm don't if I'm not acting the way that I act before, that's not a failure at all because yeah. to get what I want requires me to do X, Y, and Z, right. not those old thought patterns. Yeah, the failure would be going back to it. The failure would be going back yeah. to it. But it's still so hard. Yeah. It's no, but still that's a huge so breakthrough. Hard. That, that's a that that awareness that piece though is to be able to start to separate from the reactionary behavior. That's I huge. feel separated from yeah. the disordered eating. Yeah. I, I feel like separated the, from the it. Thoughts are still coming. Yes. Sure. That's another layer. It'll it'll eventually Will it ever quiet. go away? It doesn't feel like if I it doesn't feel like it will ever quiet. Like I've had this chatter, this noise in my brain since I was 18 years old. Mm -hmm. When I was a senior in high school, I wrote a letter to myself in our time capsule and I wrote about this chatter. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it's been there a long time. It's going to take some time. The, it's huge that the behavior is not connected to it anymore. It's huge. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I still... So that that was like the big premise of me starting to work with Evie. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, I need someone to help me navigate this. Yeah. Because if I do it on my own, I will probably just go... Like, I will pull out one of my old meal plans. Yeah. And, and I will, go and right I will back just to go yeah. right back to yeah. it. And I'll over-exercise. Right. And I'll... You know, do whatever. Well, that behavior of you handing over it's kind of the controls to someone else is huge because this has been your way of feeling like in control when you're stressed to be yeah. like, okay, someone else tell me what to do. That's, yeah. That's very big. I mean, I almost like feel like I had to because yeah. I just. You, you're at your breaking point. I wanted point to with do it. a different yeah. way yeah. and I didn't know how to do that different way on my own. But um, that's amazing. But, but yeah, it's still hard. And like the. So. The body image stuff, it's like I've been six months now. I've been putting into practices like all of these different protocols. Let's just call it like my meditating and journaling and tarot card reading mm -hmm. and not doing intense workouts and not drinking mm -hmm. and um, feeding my body like you know lots and lots of vegetables mm -hmm. and it's I, before I would just be like okay am I getting like a protein and a like carb and a fat ratio down great I'll eat the same fucking thing for 30 days in the row mm -hmm. like I will have zero diversity yeah nothing supporting my yeah, gut right. <laughs> like I'm just following like a robot um and you know not not doing that eating sleeping and what how are you feeling sunlight. so I and, and I was thinking and going through this, right? Like as I'm going through, I'm still like, okay, well it would be really nice though if I could fit back into like some of my old clothes, mm -hmm. right? Because I really like those clothes and yeah. I want to fit back into them. And, um, and that would even like kind of trigger me more to be like, go just like do like, just, just restrict a little today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. And I, I just was like, okay, you hear everyone say that you will because I, I also let's be real like the way my body looks is important to me mm -hmm. like I would be yeah foolish to sit up here and just be right. like it's not important and it I is. don't think there's anything wrong with that no yeah. no I don't think so either um and so I would just think to myself okay people everyone says that if you put all of these healthy practices into place your physique will reflect like what you're doing, if you're consistent and you're nourishing your body and you love your body, like your physique will be where it is supposed to be naturally yeah. and like where your body is happy, like what yeah. that happy point is. 
where your hormones are balanced and you right. have you're, the you're cortisol. You're managing your life well yeah. because you're you metabolically feel, healthy, yeah. Yeah. you know? And so I've been doing these for six months and what I'm like coming to right now is like my body does not look the way that it did before mm -hmm. when I was over-exercising and eating restrictively and drinking a lot and not hydrating properly yeah. and like all, yeah. all the the ways that I was before and that like this body that I'm in now, like maybe this is what my body looks like when like I'm treating it the way that it, it should, should be, be treated, treated. Yeah. and it just looks different yeah. than it did before. And I have to like go through that. Yeah. Process. It's very hard. It's very hard. Yeah. I, like I can re like reflect that in this after having kids, we were just like, okay, this is just what it is now. It's there's, you can do the best you can, but it's like you have to give up this like uh, Instagram yeah. picture of what you think it should look like. Yeah. 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 And what's really funny is that I will look at myself in this different body than two years ago. And I will, I like really like the way that it looks. But then I remember that it looked different before. Mm. And that like literally like steals the joy. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a comparison. Yeah. I'm comparing myself to, but like if, if I got amnesia and I forgot what I looked like before or if I didn't have certain clothes that were like, that are now like a little snugger on me, if I didn't know those have things. That, then you'd be like, I'm, this is great. I would yeah. be like, you look great. Yeah, yeah. Like how fucked up is I that? I know, I know. And that, and that also makes me think none of it's real. The way I look at the one I see myself, my look in the mirror, what like how I perceive myself, like all of it is bullshit because it can change from day to day, literally minute to minute. Yeah, it's all it's all here. Yeah, in your head. And so then yeah. just like, yeah, let it go. Yeah. Well, you're starting like, that letting it go. That's. Am I really gonna just I don't like make myself unhealthy, metabolically unhealthy, mentally unhealthy, mm -hmm. for ten pounds? Yeah. For one pant size difference. Am I really going to do that? Right. It's so fucked up how ingrained in women particularly mind it is. It's really bad. Yeah. And it, I don't consider myself to have been someone like, like I didn't struggle with body image as a teenager or my 20s. It's really not until I had wow. kids. And so oh, I'm see, like. I've been preparing for the <laughs> the, the life the body after baby my whole life. Yeah. So like, I feel like that part I'll be like, okay, here we go. Buckle but up. But now I, I understand how <laughs> yes. like, I'm like, it, it's, it is sick how it's a worm in your mind. That it's, it's parasite. Like, I would say yeah. it was like a parasite. Yeah. That's how I described it yeah. to my therapist. It was like, literally I've been living with a parasite. Yeah. That it made me realize care. how many women really, I mean, it's like everybody feels like that. It, yeah. It's pretty, ugh. Yeah, because it's like there's this innate part of you that's like, just let me like who I am. Yeah. And conditioning and society and cult and it's, yeah. it's all of it is like, but no, it's well, not Well, and that, that's like from not just the physical, but even our, our programming, we're really programmed to be a certain way, not necessarily who we are. Yeah. Like the right. All, right. Deeper layers as you want to go with that. Yes, you know? totally. Which I feel like the conditioning I, and programming that we're all raised with. It's crazy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm just trying. But then, so, okay, that was a long winded answer about the failure piece. But the one thing I do think I failed at the podcast, we can call it whatever, whatever we want. Um, the voicemails, people, people liked it for like a year and then uh -huh. no one liked it anymore. 
And so when I they feel would like leave. that's a failure. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, people, a lot of people would call and leave voicemails and I would play them on air yeah. and I would respond to them. And like, I love that so much because that's the hardest thing for me doing this is that I don't get feedback. Yeah. And there's no, you know, the platforms in which people listen to podcasts, there's no comments section. And yeah, yeah. social media, it's honestly just so fucking hard for me to manage two accounts. Right. So if like, they're giving you DMs afterwards, it's just. Yeah. yeah. And that's like, yeah. But there's no like comments of like people interacting with each other yeah. of like, do they like this? Do they not yeah. like this? What do you think about this topic? Did you think this was fun? Did you think it's, this was It was funny? your only real like reach to your public. It was, was that. one. Yeah. yeah. It was a really strong yeah. reach for people yeah. to call and be like, oh, I love when you talked about this. And then we got to like continue the conversation. So I really liked it. But I, I don't know if it just after a year, I don't, I think it just. Were you still asking people to do it every time? Yeah. Maybe not every single time, but. Now I just don't because they, yeah. just, they just, no one wants to call in anymore. Hmm, it's so weird. That's interesting. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I just kind of try to go with the flow of like what the listeners and the audience want to. Like maybe they're just not into that anymore and that's fine. I'm trying to think what would be my like resistance to calling in other than being like, oh, I, I don't have anything that great to say or like yeah, that it's their own that. just feeling like, mm, yeah. what would I say? But I think it's a good idea. That but they're so, I love we, when people would try it again. Okay, well, let me know in the DMs if you... What's that's the number say, to call? It's still in the Instagram bio. 513-268-6089. I haven't said it in so long. 513-268-6089. All right, we better get at least one voicemail. Yeah, just give me one. Come on. Say hello. It's our anniversary, yeah, people. My birth. it's a birthday present. It's your birthday, too? No, like oh, the podcast the po- birthday. <laughs> yeah, no, no, not mine. The podcast yes. birthday present. That's what we want. Just yes. call in and you can tell me like, just like, what are you like? What do you like about the podcast? What's your, what's your favorite episode? What fitness wellness trends are you loving that we haven't talked about? What do you want to hear more of? You can just literally yes. say anything and you don't have to say your name. I don't know. It just comes up a number. And uh-huh. so, even and it's on my Google it's a Google, it's a Google voice number. account. Yeah. So even if my friend called in, I mean, I would l- hear their voice probably, but they you, won't you say You don't know name. who it is. Yeah. 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 All right, people. So it can be anonymous. Get on this. I expect a few calls. All uh, right. What are some of the biggest hurdles you've had to overcome to keep this going for five years? Hmm. Moments when you're like, uh, I would say. Like I remember in the beginning in some of those hearing you say like moving to weekly or bi- you were doing bi-weekly or every two weeks. Twice a week, sorry. Yeah, and then I moved to once a week. Yeah, and then there was a period of time where I was doing twice a week. Yeah, I was doing t- I was doing uh, the, the s- uh, snippets. snippets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say like the the biggest hurdle was uh, after my divorce mm-hmm. and going through my divorce, and just like putting out a weekly episode, getting guests to come on because I just was having the energy to to do yeah. all that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. just was. I, not feeling it, yeah. you know, I wasn't feeling myself. I was confused. I was grieving. I was feeling very lost. And so then to like, come on and be like, hi. Yeah. And there was, I mean, yeah. there was times too, like, I wasn't even like really posting to social media. Like I just was like, went very inward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it was hard every week to do that. I, I think I honestly like blacked out a lot of it. If I'm like looking back on it, there was, I was somewhere recently where um, we were talking about like someone that I had been on the podcast was like in the same room as me and I didn't even like 
recognize or register or like yeah was aware and I was like oh my god that's so weird that I wouldn't like remember, remember that. that person yeah. we sat and talked in my house for an hour and then I like went to look when it was and it was like around and I was like uh, I literally think yeah. that I like trauma blocked out you were just a lot in of like time of that part yeah autopilot yeah, yeah I was yeah so that was that that was definitely the hardest time yeah were there times when you're like what was the knowing that you couldn't you didn't want to fail and be like I, I'm just not doing this anymore that's what was that the oh yeah I never, I never thought about stopping, stopping. yeah no, no, I've never, that that has never crossed my mind. Yeah. I, I think like, okay, what will happen? Where will we evolve to? What will we grow? What will we, where will we go? But, yeah. and like, maybe it will look different than it does today, but. During not, that dark time, it wasn't like, I'm no. just going to take a month off. No. No. Yeah. No, I, I cannot do that. I would not want to do that. Yeah, and I could, I, it may like feed into the feeling worse, you know? Yes. It, it's, maybe it, in those moments, you know, I know like for myself with my work, sometimes when I'm having uh, a day where I'm just like, I'm just not feeling great, something in my personal life is going on, and I have to show up and be on for patients. Yep. It takes me out of that. You're exactly that right. That it's like, all right, I can be here in this space to be there for them, and then your my stuff is over there. Yep, you're yeah. exactly right. Yeah. I, it would it would be maybe like tense or exhausting leading up, but then yeah, once we sat it, down and recorded, yeah, I would feel so, and then after I would feel so good. Yeah. So even though it was like the it was like the admin stuff that was feeling hard. Like yeah. if someone would just to hand me the notes and be like sit me down, like, hey, like you're here, talking to this, this. person, yeah. yeah, then yeah. like that. I would enjoy that piece of it. It was just like the extra work. I just didn't have the mental capacity. Yeah. I was just burnout. So every any little extra task felt hard. This was a time when I would like not be able to get through a work day. I'd have to go like lay on my bed just like exhausted mm. from like normal life. Yeah. Right. Just getting through every day. Just getting through yeah. every day. Oh. And um you kind of mentioned going forward what it will look like that that question was coming later, but since we kind of touched on it, like where do you, Mm -hmm. so the big thing I'm working toward is video. Okay. And I had a guardian angel girly reach out Caroline. Um, I mentioned her on the last, uh, a former episode, but she is able to help with editing Oh, and so really, yeah. and, and we've already, you've already started to see some teasers of, I could, when I record virtually. Yes. So when I That's record all, with, yeah, with Haley. Haley yep. Um, and then any other virtual recording that I have, uh, that records video on that platform. And so I can send the files to her and she can put together something cute and little and like a clip and it's great. And so I'd met with her and we talked about how we could do video here and like where we would put the tripods and what cameras to get and lighting and Mm -hmm. and all of that. And so she really helped guide me. So basically I'm just kind of waiting to like get some extra money. It's not going to be, it's not cheap to equip the studio with all the equipment, but maybe maybe some donations with those (laughs) voicemails. Seriously. Oh my God. Let us know how much you want to donate. Yes, please. I still have a Patreon. We still, you can still, I've, I've stopped plugging that too. There's, um, a loyal group of Patreon supporters, which I appreciate so, so, so dearly. 
Um, but then it, it just also felt, and then this is on me, like this is on me for not trying to promote and like business development this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I just kind of stopped asking for Patreon support. Yeah. Well, maybe that this is part of the new phase. The next phase is like yeah. the de- business development of it. Yes. We are trying to pay savvy for this. That, that works for you. Yes. Yeah, she works for me. I pay her. Yeah. Yep, and yep. hopefully maybe having the video editing. Yep. 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 That's another expense. So, but I really do want to move to video. Yeah. I think that I know that's the next step in podcasting. Almost every podcast is, does video, all the big podcasts yeah. do video now. And, um, I would, I would put it on YouTube. So we would have like the full, the full, full episode. Interview on uh, there. Yeah. yeah. And then of course you could still listen to the audio yeah. version as well, but then it becomes really easy for it to, to promote it. And I think that would get a lot yeah, more because listeners. The video. People want to see video. Yeah. That's just where we are. Yeah. And I want I want to go there. It's just I mean I and I feel like it kind of landed in my lap with someone that could help me with yeah, it because that's, that's huge. A big thing to navigate. So you just need a couple of cameras, and the cameras do cameras, the like tripods. Self, um, um. So the speaker, like it knows what speaker is. Oh, like to follow. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I I don't know I haven't gotten I that far in. Yeah, yeah, but then then some lighting, um, and yeah, that's really it. Cameras, tripods, and you still do lighting. it in here. Yeah, I'd yeah. still do it in here. Yeah, I yeah. think it would be great. Yeah, yeah, it will. It will be great. I mean, if I could do it tomorrow, we'd already be doing it now. Yeah. If I had the the extra money okay. available, um, so that's th- that'll be the n- the next new thing, and then um, I I wanted. I want to do more. I'm already starting to do this, but having more regular reoccurring guests. So obviously I have high on the hill, mm-hmm. the um, third. Ha- yeah. With Haley, Haley yep. the third Friday of every month she comes on, we smoke weed, we get high. We talk about the weed we're smoking yeah. and just whatever riff yeah. what we have our notes in our phone. We just keep notes in our phone when we're high and then we bring them out and, and they're like, Oh, I thought about this the other night. Get after yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm also bringing uh, Madeline Fenning, the City Beat investigative reporter. She'll oh. have been on a couple of times, so I'm making that a, a regular yeah. segment. Basically, I'm because she spends she'll spend kind of a long time working stories and getting the full picture. And um, oh, that's cool. I want yeah. so I told her like, hey, anytime that you're like ready to like talk about a story that you've yeah. developed and want to come on and get it out there more, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so amazing. so she'll be coming on regularly, which I love. I love talking to her. I love hearing about local like yeah situations, like current events, political the political environment. stuff that yeah, no that one talks about. No one talks yeah. about here. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, yeah. So, um, and I mean, maybe they do. I just don't hear anyone talk. Yeah. I don't know what the outlets are if they are talking yeah. about it. It so. seems like it's so it just stays within the people who are involved with it. Like it doesn't yeah. really Yeah. Big stories don't get out. Right. Yeah. No one I don't know how many people really know what's going on, like at the press conference of the mayor's yeah. office. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe there's something something like that, like another kind of segment. That cover, you know, with Haley, it's like weed culture and pop culture and I know that weed will be legal here in Ohio soon. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, I just want people to know that I've been about weed <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> and so if you need anyone to be so talking that's about... That's your campaign yes, message. Yes. I've been about weed. I've been about weed. Mm-hmm. I stay about weed. I've been about mm-hmm. weed. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so we get like the weed culture and we get pop culture and it's like silly. And then I'll have Madeline for local like events, po- politics, politics stuff. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if there was, if there's another like opportunity a fitness person and then a health person or yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I'm just letting those things yeah. happen organically and naturally. Yeah. But if someone listening has like, Hey, I have a segment that leave I leave it on pitch, the voicemail call <laughs> and leave it on the voicemail. <laughs> what was that number again? Uh, 513-268-6089. <laughs> or you can DM me too. I don't want to cut people off from that. You have to yeah. give people lots of options these days. Yeah. Lots of inclusive options. Yeah. <laughs> do. So yeah, video and reoccurring regular guests are just kind of like what I want to okay. do to keep it feeling fresh and evolving. I would do another live show for sure with the right guest. Mm-hmm. Um, it would just kind of see what happens yeah. there. Yeah. I think that those are that was fun to do. Yeah, I they're fun. That. Yeah, they're fun. Um, I guess with that would come like more employees too, like another employee maybe too, helping Help. you do like research on guests and stuff like that, taking a little bit of that off your plate. Or do you like that part? Yeah, I like that part. Yeah, yeah, and that would that would really feel like a serious operation, and we'd need to have a lot of Patreon support yeah. there or ad support. Yeah, I'm also running ads. Oh yeah, I've heard some. Yeah, yeah, it's good. yeah. People, and again, not I do not let it be known a lot, or kind of like put it out there to people as much. And so it's kind of word of mouth that people will be like, "Oh, you could advertise on Chrissy's podcast." Usually, like someone that knows me that's telling yeah. someone, then they'll reach out and they're like, "What's the situation?" So. Yeah, I would do ad support or like event support, mm-hmm. influ- like posting stuff. I am open to all of those. Yeah, maybe like an event us, fundraiser. To help us get our podcasting equipment. Yeah. Let's do that. To get our video equipment. Yeah. yeah. A little fundraiser event. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, all right. Any particular stories or feedback from listeners that has really touched you? I think just what we covered before, With like the, the grief, grief stuff. stuff. Yeah. Eating stuff, relationship stuff. I, I I want to kind of thinking about what we what I want to do going forward. I want to have more people on from like a relationship support perspective. Mm, mm-hmm. Because I think that's something that it's hard to be in relationship. It's so hard. <laughs> like if we're yeah. thinking of we're thinking of doing It's all hard these to th- consciously be in relationships. Yeah. Yes. I think a lot a of point. people that's a good point. Very like half asleep well, go through sort of relationships that are just they're like, meh, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. And I think if this podcast is so much about self discovery and self awareness mm-hmm. and self work and if you're doing that, if you're really going through that work, then you can't help but kind of want to show up more conscious in your relationships yes. with others. And so I feel that we have all these tools right now about how to be successful as self healers right. and healing ourselves, but there's not as many resources or it's not as well talked about about how to like be in relationship with others or how are you helping to like improve your relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. How are you still showing up in your relationship and how is your partner showing like because we know the relationship will find the hiding spots yeah. of all the stuff that right. is still yet to be dealt with. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And I feel like there's tools that, you know, self-care, how to take care of yourself. Well, yeah. how do you also take care of your relationship if yeah. you're in a relationship? Yeah. 
So I would like to explore those topics more deeply. And I just think that that it's easy for us to just really show the highlights and the great glossy Mm -hmm. aspects of our relationships versus like when it does get really tough Mm -hmm. and the kind of reward that comes from working Working through through that versus just either like retreating on your own, leaving the relationship or ignoring what's going on right of like hey there are there are going to be hard times in a relationship you have hard times with yourself right and you know wh- what does it look like to like work through it and come out on the other side right you know i just and and it's not to put down the thought and the feeling of course of like if you're not in a healthy situation or a toxic relationship of course you should take care of yourself and, and leave, leave that it. right but I just think now it's come almost becoming a little pervasive in our culture to be like, oh, you're not meeting my needs. Yeah, you're triggering me. You're triggering triggering me. me. And you're not perfect. You don't have your whole life together and you don't have everything going on. You've made mistakes. So I can't be with you. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's that person. It's it's because of this other person and you're actually not doing the the look inside that you really need to do to go like what you're looking out here to this person to validate whatever you have going on in here and not yeah. really looking at it and not yeah, yeah it's the I relationship think- i'm in right now I, I i keep the like analogy i have for it is that we're like cleaning out our closets yeah and you know how messy it gets when you have to clean your closet out and everything yeah. is like on your bed and yeah. your room is just chaos and yes and the reward it's- of it when you put it all back and it's like oh, right so yeah. So it's it's kind of this process of like what there's still all these parts in there that have to be healed or mm-hmm. ha- and they you need another person to kind of bring them to mm-hmm. surface yeah. and bring them face to face with you so you yeah. can go oh shit that's still there yeah. And then you have to like work through that. And it's not them that. that has to fix it for you. No. Yeah. And then you have to work through that yeah. with them alongside yes. you and they have to like watch you be yeah. messy. Yeah. And then it brings up for them what is this Yep, then I'm you sitting get to with watch the discomfort of you and you <laughs> like I just want you to go away and stop being crazy. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's, yeah, it's tough. Mm-hmm. It's tough, but I also think that it's hugely rewarding. Yeah. Does do you feel like that comes because you've been through a divorce now that yeah. you have a different like um Lens. value yeah. of yes. Yeah. Yes. Totally. I think that I heard people tell me that relationships were going to be hard and they take work. And I thought that meant scheduling a date night. Yeah. Right. And that's not, we need to have quality time and then we'll be fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I have a totally different lens on it now. Yeah. It's a work in progress. Yeah. Always. Yeah. That's a good, it's a, I like that idea of having that be a, yeah, I part of the podcast. I yeah. want to I want to talk to like obviously relationship therapists, but then I also just want to talk to people maybe having regular, a couple a couples yes. on every once in a while would be yes. kind of interesting. Right. Yeah. Just like re- you know, regular people that yeah. are going through it and yeah. how what strategies Have you ever are had they using? A couple to talk like I've had couples on before. I had Patrick and Sarah on before. I'm pretty sure yeah. I've had Jess and Bassie on before, but but not specifically to talk More about for their like, businesses. Yes, yeah. not to talk about yeah. like their relationships. Yeah. That, that might be interesting. Um, yeah, I think it would be really interesting. Yeah. I would love to talk about specifically um, 
when you're in partnership with someone that's neurodivergent mm-hmm. and what that looks like, yeah. that would, it would be really helpful, yeah. I think, for people. Yeah. Because there are a lot of people that are in that situation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, those yeah. are just fun things. If yeah. I, anyone listening that knows any of those people that could speak well yeah. on those topics, yeah. let me also, know. Also, call and leave yes. a voicemail. <laughs> yes, call and leave a voicemail. Um, one of the listener questions was, how has your style changed from year one to five? And I don't know if that was referring to like personal fashion style or maybe how you like talk interviewing style. Interviewing style, yeah. I the show style. I think the biggest change is just the the amount of time I prepared. So before, when I first started, I spent a lot mm-hmm. of time preparing. Like yeah. I would write out what I was going to say, and I wouldn't even necessarily say what I wrote down it was just a way for me to like prepare and Mm -hmm. like get to thinking yeah and I almost had to just like write it down to get it out I can now just like think about through the week if I have someone coming up I can be like oh okay we'll talk about that'd be a good idea and jot it down yeah yeah yeah. um or like honestly just keep it in my head so I'm I'm much more I think just more comfortable like I like we talked about before I know now timing flow yeah all of that um, like solo episodes, I remember when I first started, I would just really diary entry, like, okay, what am I going to say? What do I want to talk about? What do I want to mm-hmm. give out? And now I... It just flows. It, yeah. yeah. I mean, for solo episodes, I, if I'm really thinking about making them good... I will have let's just like jots of notes of like make sure you cover this point or talk about mm-hmm. this thing or whatever. Yeah. Because sometimes it can get e- like if I start recording a solo episode, I will end up forgetting something I really want to talk about, and then I'm just like kicking myself. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I do. I have to do a little, a little bit, bit of a yeah. little bit of prep. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel that from like the, in the beginning were you presenting a little bit more like professional, or did you feel more like in this? Um, you know, I was. Went back and listened to a couple early, just a little bit of mm-hmm. a couple early ones to see, like, if I, I sound the same. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I thought even you just I was... feel, you feel it more casual, more relaxed about yes. it all. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, really in terms of, like, the prep work. Mm-hmm. Like, or very early days, I would, like, be in my car looking at my notes before I would have them printed out. Like, I was just, yeah, I guess more nervous. I was even thinking that my voice might change. The yeah. sound of my voice might change, but it didn't. Yeah. I l- listened to yeah, you Yeah, it one. doesn't sound any different. But I guess, well, it, when does it start to change? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, if I listen to my voice at 20? Maybe by 20. Would yeah. it sound the same? I don't know. I don't know, know anyone to, like, right. like actors and actresses. Like Oh. Their voices know. change a little bit. I guess. So when do you think... Because... They, w- the voice will continue to change as we get older. Yeah. When do you think the next time? It'll be like 40? That's only five years. I, I, I just said 40 mm-hmm. like it was like, like so way old. far uh-huh. in the and distance. Really old. No, not old. No, it's just, fine. No, not <laughs> old. Just far in the distance right, for me. Right, it's not. Yeah. But it's not. Right there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. As I many think. years as you've been doing this, that's when 40 that's will be hitting when you. when 40 will be hitting yeah. me. Yep. What do you think about turning 40? <sighs> um... I don't know. It's kind of, it's hard for me right now to think about it, I think, because 35 was like my big her I don't know, the next like big thing that I was like, okay, how's it going to be to like be 35? But then like once I'm 35, you're like it feels the But do you same. feel like, oh my god, I f- <laughs> feel like I'm getting so old? Are you feeling that? 
Like, I can't believe no. I'm 35. I don't feel that way no. because I still feel really young mm-hmm. and I still feel like I have a really young life mm-hmm. because I don't have kids. Mm-hmm. So I think that once I have kids, then that's when I think that I will like feel mm. older. I, I still don't. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. I like I I'm 48. The fact that I'm going to be 50 in two years. I'm like, I don't even know how that that's like, what is you how, look like I, you're 38. So that's why you don't, but feel. I don't feel that at all. I feel 38. I feel yeah. like, Right at that, like, 40 mark, right around there is just, like... What you feel? That was, like, the sweet spot, yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I... Yeah. I don't really Like, I, I had anxiety about turning 40, and then once you're there, you're like, oh, okay, it's fine. It's but fine. But it's that number that we've all been, like, once you hit 40. Yeah, yeah. but it really means nothing, and especially no. now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I will feel, I think, how I anticipate feeling, so it'll be interesting to come back and listen to this, but I will... F- think I will feel like my life is like just getting started because yeah. I feel like I'll you know be, be with very young children hopefully yeah and like this will be that'll be like a whole, whole new, new life life yeah and so it'll feel yeah. like this I'm like the early stages of this new life yeah I think that's I think that is 40 it's sort of like the 30 feels like a lot of a lot of like kind of working through the trenches yeah and then 40 are like, okay, I kind of like have a little better glimpse of like understanding of who I am. And I've done a lot of this like legwork to get to this part of things. And I feel like you're just leaps above an average 35 year old. Like you, I don't know if it's the podcast or you already were wired that way, but doing a lot of the work that you've done on yourself already, yeah. you're already have so much depth of understanding of yourself that in five years, it's like, I don't know. I, yeah. uh, I've been told that I've led many lives. I have a question of, do you believe in past lives? Yes. I've had my Akashic Records read, and I just had my Vedic Astrology birth chart with Julia. So good. I love her. So good. And um, I I forgot to share this story on the podcast episode with Julia, but when I got my Akashic Records read by Logan, Mm -hmm. she had told me that it, my soul has lived many lives and potentially this could be the last one if I learn what oh, I need to learn oh, and like reach yeah. enlightenment or whatever. So, so, so Logan told me that in 2021 when I got my Akashic records read. And then when I went to see Julia just in May of this year, um, she told me that the way that my chart is designed and they believe in Vedic astrology that your soul picks this life, right? Yeah, right. Your entry point. The entry yep. point, mm-hmm. the, what all that. Mm-hmm. And she said that my chart is so like well organized and balanced because like my, I have Aries in the first house, Taurus in the second house. So the first sign of the Zodiac Aries is in my first house. The second sign Taurus oh, and funny. it goes yeah. one through 12. Yeah. And she said that this is can, is typically the mark of a soul that has led many lives. They like know the deal by now. They're like, this we need. Yeah, we need we, these are where the puzzle pieces go. Yeah, and then this will be much more smooth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, Which is that not at crazy. all how my life has been yeah. more smooth, but you know, well, it, maybe life I'm, is not meant to be like you <laughs> just walk through it with like unscathed. Yeah. That's not life. Right. Yeah. Right. I I thought that it was like that. No. But it's mm. not. 
That'd be really boring. I've been reminded. To be honest, right? I thought that if maybe, you just like like whoa. truly what I thought, Allie, I kid you not, that I had enough stuff as in my childhood, mm-hmm. like up through you know, whatever age, like eighteen. So then, then at eighteen. It was going to be easier the rest yeah, of the time right. because I already like had, skating through. Yeah, yeah. I, I already, I know, I yeah. had like those years, and then the rest of the year, the rest of my whole right. entire life <laughs> from eighteen to ninety-eight, yes, it'll be easy. Was going to yeah. be easy, right? Yeah, but really, there is no like. It is funny that we kind of attain, like, think that it's like innocence. Yeah, I. Feel, but even now, people are like, "Oh, this is so hard." Oh, you know, like the frustrations that people deal with on like. It's like, but th- this is what we're doing. This yeah. is, this is what we're doing. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, and it's how you're managing the what. This is it. Right. Is it difficult because yeah. you, everything you do is difficult, or right. is it like reaching that flow state where this yeah. is what we're doing, and I'm just gonna go with it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm along for the ride. Yeah, and if it was easy, you would have not. You wouldn't have challenge. You wouldn't have growth. And you wouldn't. It would just be like. A series of boring. I know. I know. Mm. I get that now. So we have to appreciate it. Yeah. We do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, so the past lives thing. So, oh, so yeah. yeah. Um, that's why you said it, uh, my like introspection is. You're well beyond be- your years. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Because, because you're a, Because I'm an old soul. Yeah. Did she know or have any past life stories? Have you had anybody tell you what maybe you were in a past life? Or yeah. Or do you have a so, feeling of what you were? Um, yeah, when Logan does the Akashic record reading, she will like talk about Mm. your past lives. Um, she said that for me, a lot of my lives ended early Mm. and that that's like in this life, a mantra that I can say is there's plenty of time Mm -hmm. because I have maybe this like lingering thought of like, there's not enough time. Oh yeah. And she was like, but in this life you're going to have enough time. Yeah. And so you need to just constantly remind yourself. There's plenty of time. Yeah. There's plenty of time. There's plenty of time. Yeah. That's really cool. And that's really helped, truly, really helped with this, like, need to rush this need. Because yeah. I would feel, and I, I I, can say, like, it will be there sometimes, but it really felt before, like, there was a constant engine running in me that was like, go, 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 mm-hmm. go, go. And that is much less now. That's good. Yeah. What do you attribute that to? Uh, probably like everything that I've been yeah, doing. Yeah, just coalescing to be like slow yeah. down. Therapy. You're burning yourself out. Yeah, yeah. Pe- like talking to people yeah. like you, talking to people like Logan, Rachel DeRoche, a- any like coach or guide in my life that's just been like, you need to be more gentle with yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you need to slow, like and yeah. the repeated message over and over again. Yeah. It's like, okay, maybe they're onto something. Yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> I guess I will. Yeah. Um, have you ever read the book, Many Lives, Many Masters? No. It's, it's really interesting. It's a psych psychotherapist and he has a patient in that has developed such a horrible fear of water that she can like barely even drink a sip of water without choking and so he's like okay let's try to do some hypnosis to figure out what's going on here and she starts telling him this like story about being in Egypt and this flood comes and her child is ripped out of her arms and drowns and then at the end of the story, she drowns and then she's like silent. And then he pulls her back out of, you know, being hypnotized. She doesn't recall the story at all. And he's like, okay, that was strange. Strange that doesn't usually happen. Again, the next time she's in, kind of the same thing happens. And he's like, 
I think she's telling me past lives, but I don't really believe in past lives. Like, what is happening here? And so it's the course of him working with her for like a year, year or two years or something like that. And it's all this past life regression stories. And he comes out at the end, obviously, like, this is real. This is, this is like, I would never have said I believe in past lives, but after working with her. What was one thing that was is really cool is she's in the stories when she's under, she's saying... Um, you know, and I'm walking down this path and I'm walking with my brother. My brother in my life now is my husband or something like that. Oh, so I, that that's they, so weird. The I, characters keep yes. coming back. Yes. I found so much comfort in that to yeah. know that like, okay, you know, when yeah. your day comes, it's okay because you're like, yeah, be back yeah, yeah, with yeah, these yeah, people yeah, again. Yeah. yeah that's They're like your guides that you're with yep. in many, many lives. It's really cool. Yep, 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 yep. And then there, she, there's, um, it's a neat book about what happens in the like gap in between your sort of rebirth. Like a life review. Julia yeah. talks about like a life yeah. review. And that there's guides that come like, okay, this is what you got in this one. Yep. You can keep learning that one. You can, you can try to learn it again if you still haven't gotten the message in this next one, or you can like, right. You get it. Learn okay. It. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how, that's how. That's like my a big driving force for me right now is this like service to my higher self. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, yeah, this is why I'm doing these things that I'm doing. It's not because of this um, external reward or like that people are gonna think something of me. Like, it's because like I want to help myself like get to right. whatever that next thing is. Yeah, like yeah. let's like serve it for some higher good versus like serving it for my ego yeah what is your your higher goods purpose here and serving that and not the external yep yeah that's yep. great that's really good trying you know that's all you can do that's all you can do <laughs> <laughs> there the there is a podcast i was listening to and the guest was talking about satisfying like this term satisfying that some things in life we just have to be satisfying about like it's good enough Everything doesn't have to be like that's really hard for me. Yeah. <laughs> that's really hard for me. But that that is kind of like where the place that I'm getting to with my body. Yeah, and like, I, I just thought that was a great way to phrase it that like takes the pressure off of this like everything has you have to wake up and get your five minutes of sunlight and then you yeah. have to do your journaling and then you have to do the, the next thing and like okay, there's also like what I'm doing is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I what I started to do recently was like I wrote down in my journal, I titled it like a perfect day. Mm -hmm. And it was like if I did ev like I got morning sunlight, I got my breath work, I have my morning supplements, my afternoon supplements, my evening supplements. I um, you know, fed, you know, got my the foods that are good for my gut in mm -hmm. at every meal. I um, strength train three times idea. a week. Yeah. Like the list of like what it would be like, yeah. you know? And mostly just what I mostly did it for, Allie, was because I know there will be a time, hopefully, you know, in the near future that like I'm not going to be able to be hitting all of these like yeah. wellness points. And I want to be able to look back and be like, okay, look at what, you did at one point or like look at the, the practices that you had the habits that you had and just be proud of that yeah a and also to see probably that you felt like you were beating yourself up about not doing enough and a future self of, my, of mine is going to look at it and be like look I can't at believe how much, how much you, you were did. doing yes yeah yeah 
And so I'm like already preparing for that moment. So I wanted to have it documented. Look, self, this is what I was doing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just to like, to like be like the awareness, right? That like it's a lot. Yeah. You're doing a lot. Yeah. And, and that there is and that. Then, and if you don't hit it every day, you don't hit yeah. every single one every right. day. You hit 50% of those things. Great. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. That that's. I feel like in the wellness world right now, there is so much like so much that it just gets to the, be counter yes productive to actually like balancing your health because yep. you're trying to do all of these things and yep. it becomes a stressful thing to try to get them all done yeah so. and I totally well, satisfies you know I just think yeah. like these are good enough you're doing great yeah you don't have to hit everyone every day and that doesn't mean you're a failure because you didn't do them all right right yeah and I'm I am I'm feeling that I can, can I can go down that road mm -hmm. right where I'm like okay well this is another thing to be perfect mm -hmm. at yes and I just like have to be aware of that for me when mm -hmm. it comes up and then just start to you know have yeah. conversations these are the things that I feel good when I when I take five minutes to write in the yeah. morning I feel great to, yes. today I didn't have time to do it and I, it's still great that's fine I didn't yeah. do my lymphatic drainage yeah. massage on my face yeah. today that's okay you right. did it every other day this week yeah. it's fine <laughs> You're not going to blow up. I'm not going to blow up. I'm not going to get a million wrinkles overnight. <laughs> In five years, you will. Yeah. <laughs> Any messages you'd like to convey to your loyal supporters that have been with you on this journey? Oh, my God. Just thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I cannot say it enough. Yolanda, yeah. Karen, who else do I see all the time? Sarah. Um. There's, there's so, there's so many, those, those are sticking out to me, yeah. but I mean, there will be times and when like the hard, when the hard times happen, or I think like, okay, if I like just miss a week or something, I will think of those people that I know are listening. You're like I'm letting them down. And I will, cannot yeah. let them yeah. down. Yeah. That's awesome. And yeah, it just feels so good to know that people get something valuable, enjoyment, entertainment, yeah. knowledge, whatever it is, yeah. like I like help you be one hour less bored with your right. day. I don't know. <laughs> I get you through your morning walk or yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm cool. just so grateful. Yeah. And I've looked, I like getting to, I haven't really been paying attention to numbers at all, like number of downloads or, you know, anything like that. But sometimes when I'm uploading, I'll just like take a look and I'll just be like, oh, my God, like there are people listening, listening to this. There yeah. are, like if this we put this many people in a place like that's a lot of people yeah. like they're yeah. listening. So that like helps me keep it going. Yeah. yeah, it just it just I don't know. It just makes me appreciate everyone. Yeah. Right. Very much. Because that's what, yeah. what you're doing it for. Yeah, yeah exactly. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another li listener question was weirdest thing someone has asked you in public that they had heard on the podcast? I don't know if there's like a weirdest thing. It, first of all... Or a common thing people... I love, obviously, obviously, when people come up to me and like say like, I listen to the podcast mm -hmm. or I love this episode or whatever. Like it is never going to be weird. It's I, I am never like not yeah. wanting you to say hi. Like I'm always, always wanting that. It yeah. makes me feel so good. Like the encounters that I've had with people that I don't know, like listeners, like it's the best feeling yeah. ever. 
And so sometimes if it's like that situation, if I don't know them and then we like say hi and I always want to like talk and like, you know, where are you from? What's your name? What are you doing here? Who are you with? You know, if it's like at a bar or something. Yeah. And they, and so like, I know nothing about them and I'm like trying to like, like catch up. Let me up. give you a little mini interview. I'm like trying to catch you, up yeah. because they know, they know everything. so much about yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. So that, it's not like awkward per se, but I'm like, I do, I almost feel like I'm being the awkward one because I'm like, what's your name? <laughs> like, yeah. I want to like know a little bit about you. So it feels so you can little, have some conversation with a them. little bit more yeah. even. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Any current obsessions? Current obsessions. Do you remember what your obsession was last? Was that last year? Yeah, four. Last year, my current <laughs> obsession. Surviving is what it feels like it would have been. I don't know. What was it? Kardashians. Oh. <laughs> and Southern, Southern Charm. Oh, my God. Definitely not now. I'm like so <laughs> off the Kardashians. I don't give That's a fuck good. about them. Yeah. Um, I, I was going through a really, really traumatic point in my life, Allie. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> let me have the Kardashians. <laughs> Well, I was obsessed with Scandaval, but that's kind of over now. So. I don't know what that is. The Vanderpump Rules drama. Oh, oh. That was really fun for a while. Okay. Oh, God. That w- talk about, like, distraction. Yeah. Talk about... And this was a time, too, when I was really struggling with, like, letting pleasure in or, like, any kind... I, I just kind of had this feeling. I, like, went real deep of, like, I can't have any distractions. I need to feel everything all the time. Yeah. And just, like, don't let anything get in the Make way you of feel better of yeah. feeling yeah <laughs> which is like terrible but I, i'm i'm happy i went through it because it gave me it did give me good insight about myself mm-hmm. so that was like a time where i was like this i'm leaning full into this distraction like yeah. i've deprived myself of this for so long i like binged on the distraction yeah. of yeah. this scandal <laughs> so that obsession is over now um well Oh, by the time this comes out, I will have already seen Taylor Swift. So, oh, cool! But here that, in Cincinnati, yeah, yeah. Have but you seen her before? I've seen her once in like 2011, 2012. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I um, took my daughter the last two tours. Oh, and there was uh, the, the best the, concerts I've ever seen. Are you? And going? I and I wasn't really. I knew the songs from her listening to them. Yeah, but you're the, not that a, first like, concert. Swifter. She was like eight, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was the best thing ever. She was like the happiest, and it was oh. we had great seats, and the whole thing was yeah, like I'm like that was the best seventy dollars. Yeah. <laughs> someone get, got someone that like has connections in radio got me tickets, and oh, it was like nice. amazing seats and just the best concert I've ever seen. Yeah. And so then we went again, the last tour, and she just today was like, I think I might be able to get a ticket. We're supposed to go out of town that weekend, so I'm like, oh, all right, oh. I can't tell you no, right? You can't, especially because she's tour. a little swifty. Like she's diehard. Yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah. But I think the uh, the only other obsession I can think about is mm, no fitness trend or uh, fashion trend or anything right now. Mm, no, not really. I mean, I'm obsessed with walking, but I'm always obsessed with walking. Mm-hmm. So you're that's your you're doing a lot of walking. Like Evie doing is having you walking. do walking. Yeah. yeah. I'm just starting to incorporate um, cardio in again. Mm-hmm. 20 minutes at like a zone two. 20 minutes like a maybe like three times a week. Okay. At a zone two. So I'm doing the, the Stairmaster at like a lower level. And are you doing strength training still? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You I can never do that too. 
Yeah. I never stopped working out with Johnny. So yeah. I do that three times a week. And then maybe like a hot yoga once a week. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was your obsession a few years ago too. Hot yoga? Season one. Yeah. I just did such an amazing hot yoga class on Saturday. I, I love, love, love hot yoga. Mm-hmm. I really do. But I'm trying, but I, I know if I go too much, like it's, it's, it's like the cold plunge. Yeah. The opposite end of it. You yeah. Know, we're overheating the body too much all the time. It's also not. Yeah. I think that I want to transition within the next few months, maybe towards like the end of summer. I want to transition away from hot yoga and go to the reformer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Pilates. Pilates. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Have you been doing it? I used to do it and yeah. I love Pilates too. I yeah. just got away. I, I can't really, I can't do both at once. Like reformer classes and hot yoga finances, time. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's just, it just doesn't right. work. If you write out that perfect day though, they're, they're both on it. Probably. Yeah. yeah. All right, Chrissy. Well, that brings us to the last question. The last question. Dun, dun, dun. The big one. This is the one I didn't really think about. What does being fit mean to you? So I think right now in this season of my life, being fit would be honoring my higher self. Mm, Really plays into the being exceedingly kind to yourself. Again, I just feel like those are, that's kind of the root of it. Yeah. But so like honoring my higher self right now looks like rejecting those old thought patterns right about my body and food and my worth and value associated with them Mm -hmm. and it looks like um prioritizing connection and community Mm -hmm. that's something that my higher self really wants to achieve in this lifetime yeah and that looks like um acceptance of where things are Mm. right now for both myself and other people that I love in my life Mm -hmm. where they are where they are and who they are and I am who I am and and, um, I think that yeah it, it also looks like really thinking of my physical form my physical body of like how can I take care of it and like do what it's telling me to do versus me telling Mm -hmm. forcing it on it yes so you know it just goes back to kind of like listening to my body and that's just a constant constant practice but I know I've gotten better at it I know yeah I mean just the conversation we've had today obviously it's showing up in big ways for you yeah yeah. yeah. I mean I still like I mean it's the ego mind is never gonna go away so it's still there so don't fight it. No, yeah. it's going to be there. It, it's it's gonna just be sort of, yes, hi, I hear you. Yeah. But we're not going down that rabbit. We're not getting on the train. So right. So you just like, thanks for thanks for letting me know you're still there. God, I got you're it. so fucking annoying. But like, yeah. thanks for letting me yeah. know you're still there. Yeah. That, that conversation of like, um, uh, of kind of acknowledging that this was like protective at one point mm-hmm. and helped keep keep me safe yeah. and helped me get through whatever it did and and we're not there anymore right this is new times yes that's old thinking yes that's old thinking yeah. we're in new times and new times take a while to pattern in yeah this is a lot of 18 years or however long since you're 18 mm. of, yeah 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 probably even before that yeah yeah 
So yeah, that's what being fit is to yeah. me. Honoring my higher self, yeah. listening to that higher self, I serving that higher self. Yeah. It feels like that's where you are, that the rush is like the rush of needing to go out there is not showing up as much. It's not showing up as much, for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Good. Well, congratulations. Thank you. I'm very, very proud of you. Thank you for letting me be the interviewer. I'm so appreciative. Yeah. So appreciative. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. If this is your first time listening or your old listener, a new listener, I really appreciate you. Um, This is the most fun thing that I've ever done and as long as it stays the most fun Mm -hmm. thing I've ever done then I will continue to do it good I hope it stays fun yeah I want to be here for 10 oh yes listeners love you so much thanks bye bye (laughs) 